Hi, welcome to Three Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 60-minute flow class. When you're ready, grab your mat and let's get started. Either way, we'll start in Svatabhadakanasana. And if you have a couple blocks, go ahead and get those, place them, you know what, place them where you want, but I'm gonna suggest a placement underneath the legs in a way that either allows you to feel really supported and the pose to be pretty gentle or way out like tips of the knees. Do your knees have tips? I don't think so. Edges of your knees, like as far as you can go to get a little more opening. So uh, what I thought we'd do tonight is a good amount of, of hip and shoulder opening just to get into some feel-good vibes. So as you lie down, first thing, like, like did the posture kind of arrive in a place where you actually feel good? Like honesty around that is number one. If you need any extra props, any blankets, towels, pillows, or your head, your neck, just to feel more padded, go for that. Just as lush as you can make this for yourself. You let your eyes fall gently closed, your breath move in and out. Let your breath expand to fill as much of your body as you can right? with the sensation of breath. So the air goes a very specific place. We know that. But how much sensation can you create with your breath? Or can you get to the abdomen, get to the hips, the pelvic floor, legs, feet? Fill your breath out through the underarms, through your hands. How much sensation can you tap into with these inhale and exhale rhythms? Keep at the focus and then arms up toward the ceiling. Real simple, really nice. You can give yourself a hug. So wrap the right arm underneath the left. Body elbows up toward your shoulder line. In the south, they say they're going to hug your neck. And they, they mean it nicely. Hug your neck. But that's really kind of like where this hug is going. It's not like a, like a barrel-chested hug. It's a, a hug up around your shoulders. And your hands are on your own shoulder blades or the opposite shoulder blade. And you can breathe here and assume the shoulder blades to expand into your hands. And then as the shoulder blades draw back in, the hands just gently go with. And you breathe in. 
Shoulder blades expand outward. Feel press into your hands and then just let your hands follow as the shoulder blades move in. Really subtle movement, really nuanced stuff. Also just tapping in that energy of a hug. One more of those. The end of the exhale, so that dissolve, let your hands come to your center line. One hand on navel center, one hand to heart center. Pause, breathe. On your inhale, we'll reach arms up toward the ceiling again. Let the shoulder blades float up with the hands. And then the other arm. So left arm's going to go underneath. And bring your elbows up toward the line of the shoulder. Breathe here. Just looking for that inhale, exhale rhythm. That spreads the shoulder blades into your hand. And draws the shoulder blades back in towards center. Two more rounds of breath like that. At the same time as experiencing this nice hug of the arms around you. A really great feeling of the connection of body and breath. Then let that slowly dissolve and bring hands to center line. Pause. And gently bring your knees together. You can help with your hands to draw legs in and bring the right knee in, extend left leg out. And then right leg into an upside down lunge. So you'll catch the right ankle, the right shin. You can use a strap here. I'm too lazy to get up and get a strap, but if uh, if you're fighting in this pose a little bit with yourself, grab a strap for sure, catch your foot with, with it. But squeeze left leg tight. Use your abdominals to help you draw right thigh down and kind of get in towards your rib cage. And if you flipped this around, you'd end up in low lunge. Maybe you can do that in the eye of your mind. You see that happening and spatially relate. And slowly release that sole of the right foot to the floor. Press the right foot down. Pick up your hips. We're going to twist. And if you've conveniently got a block there from your subdivided leave it. Let the leg just drop onto it. If your left shoulder blade is pinned underneath you a little bit, can't get the right shoulder blade down, Try picking up left shoulder blade, slide it left. That can help. Breath in. Breath out. Slowly release. Come back to center. Bring the soles of both feet to the floor. 
and then both knees in. Keep left knee in, extend right leg out. And you've got knee to chest, a good hug, then foot towards the ceiling. So it's kind of like the legs coming into happy baby, but instead of moving it outward, moving it in toward the rib cage. And leg bone drops down. Helped out by the abdominals. While you're at it, squeeze the right leg tightly like it was the back leg of the lunge. The, the teachers are always saying, like, lift your back knee and squeeze your back leg. Just go ahead and do that here. Check out your face, your jaw, throat, any tightness there, any tension that you can dissolve, do that. Get full breath in, feel it as far through the body as you can. Empty out. And then let that dissolve, sole of the left foot to the floor. Press it down, pick up your hips and slide them to the left so that you're on the outer edge of the right thigh. Knee across. And breathe. Again, right shoulder may have ended up kind of pinned underneath. You can lift the shoulder blade, move it over. And breathe. On your inhale, undo it, come back to center. Both feet to the floor, slide hips into center line. Pause for a moment, feel what just happened. Full breath in, full breath out, time to just experience and to let whatever that movement was be soaked up into the tissues and brain cells. Knees to chest, nose to knees, or curl up and rock back and forth as you like or not to seated. Right leg crossed in front. And bow. Just get a little bow forward and maybe a, a lot of bow forward. Enough for you. Breathe. An inhale, going back up to seated. Undo the thing, switch the other leg in front. Lift up, bow forward. This is, this is kind of like the casual fold. Um, I love starting class like this. I don't know why. See the forward folds just seem right. I feel like the gateway drug to hip openers. On an inhale, come on up to seated. Just take a few shoulder shrugs. I'm going to turn face you. You can stay facing the way you are. Just getting that 
rhythm of the breath to move your shoulders around. To where you explore all the ranges of motion that you have with that. So as you inhale, we're going to let the shoulder blades slide wide and forward and up. And then they crest. And then as you exhale, down and in. And so you've got these kind of like wing structures on your back that are they're moving and they, they slide around in all kinds of directions. But think of it as a rotation. They rotate around the sides of the rib cage. They come up. Come back. You can let your arms do crazy things like mine are doing. I'm trying to uh, kind of explain what your shoulder is doing. Actually, I find that it helps uh, the mobility if you kind of do this weird arm thing with it too, like make it an elbow circle uh, with with this shoulder blade circle. Uh, maybe I just you know like watching people do experimental stuff. Yeah, like experiment, like big time this experiment. And after you've moved your shoulder blade in every direction and then with full range of motion that you can think of, go ahead and let your arms rest, hands rest and pause. Breathe into your upper back. One of the things you're getting better at as a yoga practitioner is knowing how your body works and how to move it. And one of the best ways we can learn about our shoulders is that when we, we want more mobility, we want to get it from the movement of the shoulder blade, right? There's the movement of the arm in the shoulder socket, and that has a place for sure. But you could probably see all the directions that you were able to move and feel the muscles of the upper back that supported it, the muscles of the chest that were at play. You can feel that now as you breathe. Those, uh, those get left out if we only work with arm bones. So we're going to do some stuff today that really just get the shoulder blades nice and, I don't know, like, like, like greased up. That's, that's a Southern way to put it. Coming over into down dog and uh, just, you got to get good and greasy. That's, that's where we're going with this. Please do not grease up before you do yoga. That would be dangerous. But, uh, take your hands out wide toward the edges of the mat. And down dog can become child's pose at any time with this. Bend your knees. And even if you don't need to, just get the idea of weight moving away from your hands. And if you, in your particular body today, like the idea here of the spine drawing in, possibly to the point where you rest your head on a block or the floor, do that. Breath in. And rest your hands, drive them down and forward, reach through ring and pinky fingertip and bring yourself back into really stable alignment. So if you dropped in, right, start to rise out. And you can do that a few times. And basically the dropping in, you're letting the spine move in and the shoulder blades move closer toward one another. It's not as stable. And then press into the L shape of your hand. Reach out through ring and pinky fingertip and feel the shoulder blades broaden away. You can do this at kind of micro level too. So you let the spine draw slightly in, the shoulder blades draw together. Okay. Not a super stable down dog, not that we want all the time to stay in for a long time. 
can feel good though. Then I push the floor away through the L shape, rest through ring and pinky fingertip, get breath in, empty out. Look forward, step your right foot forward up between your hands, low lunge, back knee down. We're gonna go wide with the foot, so out toward the edge of the mat and toes out toward the diagonal. So different little rotation here. Back knees down. You can stay up on your hands. You could be with your hands on blocks. Could also bring a block into this to bring elbows down. And the far away side, the left elbow is gonna be easier to get down than the right. This is how it is. Right may be easy too, but the, the left is gonna be easier. So you might start there. If the left will come down, then maybe the right comes down with it. Maybe the left comes down, but the right is, uh, is in need of being on the hand still. That's fine too. Let your chin drop in. And then rest your right foot down into the floor to get a firmness there of the pressure of the foot down. Back foot could be on its toes. It could be on the top of the foot. Press that down. And breathe in. Breathe out. Press, come back up to the hands. Press the floor away with your hands. Draw your heart forward. If you got a block there, slide it out of the way. You're going to press into the hands so much, the, the foot over there just seems to get lighter. It doesn't have to get, it doesn't have to float off the floor. We're not going to float it off the floor. For God's sake, we're not going to float it off the floor. You're going to press into your hands, and then you're just going to hug the knee to the tricep. Right? Hug the knee to the tricep. Circle the foot around back until you're in hands and knees. Lower all the way down to the floor. Not worth asking questions. It's just we're going to come right into Sphinx. What was that about? You'll find out later. I'll tell you when you're older. Press your elbows down. Lift your chest. Lift the back of your head. And then a little side to side with your head. So I just tilt ear to shoulder, ear to other shoulder. In a little well, wiggle of the head. Back to center with an inhale, press arm bones down. Forearms down, hands down, lift the back of your head. And then slow release down, hands underneath your elbows. Press firmly into the floor, abdominals in, send yourself back, hands and knees to down dog. Pause here, breath in. Open your mouth and let it go. Look forward to your hand. Step the left foot forward, low lunge, back knee down. You're going to walk the left foot out toward the edge of the mat. Turn it out so the heels on the mat, the toes are toward the corner. And then possible to come down to your forearms. Possible that you, you don't want to, and that's fine. Also possible to have a block somewhere in between. Again, start with the right elbow. That's going to be the easy one to get down. And then add the left, maybe. Uh, I used to be really specific, like you have to have even weight in both forearms or you don't need to go down. That's not true. That was just me being a, like, well, you know what I was being. Um, if you can get evenly weighted in the two forearms, do. Because it's going to take some extra work to get the right and the left uh, forearm down. Right. But it's not necessary. You can still have the right arm down, left arm up, and get a lot of benefit 
So, uh, yeah, you do you. Firmness of pressure down to the floor through the feet and through the arms is really important. Breath in. This is one of those things that's like, it's kind of a simple pose, but it's not an easy pose. Breathe it out. Just for fun. This is the fun part. You're going to walk up to your hands. Press your hands down firmly so that the left foot just starts to feel a little lighter. Right, just a little lighter. Doesn't need to float up. Not going to arm balance. Just making that foot a little bit lighter. Bring the knee in towards the shoulder. Just see if you can put your knee on your arm. If you can, if they can touch. If they can, press them into each other. And then just circle the left foot back and hands and knees to the mat. Elbows underneath your shoulders for Sphinx. By the way, Heather, thank you for requesting Sphinx as a deep dive for December. I don't think anyone's ever requested Sphinx ever, and it's a great post. Press your forearms down, lift your chest up, hug the elbows in toward the center of the mat, see if you can get the shoulder blade action that's associated with that. Breath in. We're going to drop chin to chest on breath out. So you've got Sphinx going on, but you're letting your head drop. Feet pressed down, abdominals draw in, head is heavy. Breath in. And breath out. And then walk your hands in, up to hands and knees. Tuck your toes. Downward facing dog. Have breath in. Open your mouth and let it go. You're going to look forward. Walk forward to the top of your mat. Have a little ragdoll here. A little sway. Just like a feel-good sway. Like nothing specific. Come back to center. Release your hands to your mat and be on fingertips as you walk your feet together. Press into your feet. Bring your hands to your shins. Come to a halfway lift and really get what you can from this halfway lift. Press your feet down. Draw your abdominals in. Pull the inner thighs back. Draw your heart forward. Draw your shoulder blades towards your hips. Get a little extra bit of Upper back strengthening, good. Then exhale, fold down and in, let your head go. I'm gonna drive the feet down, inhale, reach up to stand, mountain pose, arms overhead. Then exhale, hands to heart center. I'll just pause and feel whatever sensations you notice that's the, the sensation of the floor of the air of the clothes on your body of your breath in your body of the muscles that have been moved and the blood flow that has and have increased the heart rate and breathing rate that's increased maybe a sensation of calm or focus the 
has been brought to the space that you are. All kinds of things you can notice with your senses. Rather than think about or analyze. We're going to work through some flow. Stay with your senses. Inhale, reach up. Exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, and really get the most that you can out of this abdominal. Then, inner thighs back, heart forward. Plant your hands, low push up. Breathe out. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Press your hands down, press your feet down. Down dog, breathe all the way out. Reach through your arms. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out. Sticking with this, honey. Inhale, reach up. Yeah. Exhale, bow forward. That's through heart center. That bow is slow, right? If it's not slow, it's gravity jerking on you. Breathe in, lift halfway. Hands to your legs, inner thighs, back heart forward, abdominals up. Keep all that going. No push if it's astoundingly like the halfway lift. Inner thighs rolling a little up, abdominals in, heart forward. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And then anybody can go quickly into gravity. Transition, resting your hand down, sending your hips up. Look forward, walk or lightly hop. Breathe in, lift halfway. Press your feet down, draw your heart forward. Right? And then instead of dropping into gravity, imagine doing a, a sit-up. Abdominals pulling. It's not going to be as hard as a sit-up, but it's going to be the, the opposite action, really. Press your feet down, breathe in. Reach up to standing mountain pose. Right? Here's where it's easy to fall into gravity and let it take you. Don't. Press into your feet. Refuse to be pulled down. Bow. Then release shoulders, neck, and head. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Plant your hands. High or low push-up. Stay tight. Breathe in. Upward facing dog. Down dog. Press your hands out. Pull your abdominals in. Same idea where this is, it's kind of like an abdominal curl, except we're moving the other way. And look forward, walk or lightly hop. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. And breathe out, fold forward. Sit your hips back, Ukatasana, chair pose. With an exhale, bow forward. We're going to breathe in, lift halfway, walk your feet mat distance apart, toes turn slightly out. Sit back, Malasana. Fingertips down on the floor for now. And then 
hips up, bow in, walk your feet together. Inhale, Ukatasana. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, halfway lift. Really work it with fingertips on the floor. Walk your feet mat distance. Toes pop out. Sit your hips back. Arms to legs. Legs to arms. Pull your chest up. Fingertips are still down. Exhale, bow. Walk the feet together. Breathe in Ukatasana. I know. Last one. Bow forward. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Toe heel your feet. Edges. Toes turned out. Sit back. Inhale, arms to legs, legs to arms. You get that action. And then bow forward, walk your feet together. This time there will be no ukitasana. You will simply reach up, mountain pose. Uh -huh. Exhale, fold, stamp your feet into the floor. It's almost slow motion. Not, not, not really, but... Yeah, kind of. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, low push. I mean, you don't have to be like annoyingly slow, right? But breathe in, upward facing dog. But you didn't come here to be jerked around by gravity or to get any more uh, kind of stressed than you already are. <laughs> Downward facing dog. Breathe all the way out. We're going to go with three legged dog, right leg up. And stay. Press your hands down, squeeze your leg, reach through the ball, the big toe. Breath in. And as you breathe out, start to walk your hands back. Just walk your hands back until the foot goes flat. And they don't have to go any further back, or they continue to go back and you continue to lift the upper leg so that you end up in something like standing split doesn't need to be standing split, but you're walking just as far as you're going to walk your hands back and breathe here. Squeeze the upper leg wherever it is. It's tight, and it's lift to the degree that it can lift. As you exhale, walk back out to three-legged dog. Pause. Let the hip turn open here. When you exhale, bend the knee. Knee to right tricep. As much as you can. If you can touch it, hug it. If you can hug it, like hug it tighter. Then step into a low lunge. Cool. We're not even going to come up with this. We're going to bring knees down. Back knee down for sure. Right hand to right thigh. Give it a twist. I was going to do a big crescent lunge twist there, and I decided not to. Heart forward, back of the head back. Press the front foot down. Like stamp it into the floor. Good. Breathe in. Breathe out. We're going to reorient this to the low lunge. Tighten the back leg. Lift the knee. Step the back foot up. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Breathe out. Bow forward. Breathe in. Come up to standing mountain pose. 
When you breathe out, pick up your right knee, catch it in both hands, hug it up toward you. Take the hands then underneath the knee, lace the fingers, and extend the right leg forward. Breath in, heart up. Breath out, we'll bend the knee. Send the leg back, airplane. Or you do warrior three, or you do some variation of the two. Breathe in, heart up, squeeze shoulder blades toward one another on your back, like it was locust. When you exhale, come upright to samastiti. Take your time. The light foot lands. Right foot lands. The light foot lands too. Breath in. Feel both feet, both legs, full body. Inhale, reach up. Breath in. It fills the whole space of you. As you breathe out, press your feet into the floor. Bow. Use that pressure of the feet down. To slow the thing. It's not slow for the sake of slow. It's slow for the sake of strong. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, step back. Ayurveda, rest the floor. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Okay. Inhale, left leg up three-legged dog and the the average three-legged dog where we don't open the hip but yours might not be uh, completely square with the floor that's fine stay here breathe then you start to walk your hands back and just notice when does your back foot go flat or it's not the back foot the, the foot on the ground when does it go flat and then start to walk the hands Closer and closer to whatever degree is appropriate. And you'll know if it feels like you're forcing it, you are. Squeeze both legs. Breath in. Breath out. On that line of challenge with no force. Breath in. Breathe out. Walk. Hands back out. The three-legged dog. When you breathe in, let's top hip open. It's like a big yawn. And then exhale. Come forward. Left knee toward the left tricep. If it touches, great. Hug it there. If it doesn't, pretend you're hugging it there. Get those the musculature working. And foot down and then come back knee down. And left hand to left thigh and rotate. Good. Press your hand down, lift your heart up. Breath in. Take all the time of your exhale to unwind this thing and come back to lunge stance, back toes tucked, tighten the leg and step up. Plenty of time to do that. Then halfway lift, drive both feet down into the floor, get as much as you can out of the upper back, shoulder blades sliding towards your hips, heart forward, spine draws in, 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 then exhale, fold. Breathe in, reach up, 
mountain pose. Breathe out. Bring your left knee up. Catch it. Slide the hands to the other side. Link them. Lace the fingers. And then kick the leg forward. You stay upright. So it could be really tempting to lean back. Stay upright. The, the leg's going to provide some weight for the upper back. A little traction. Yeah. Bend the knee and back airplane. Squeeze your shoulder blades together. Lift the arm bones. Tighten both legs. Draw your heart forward. And as you exhale, squeeze standing leg tight, abdominals in, draw hands to heart, foot to its footprint, breath in. That was good. Breath all the way out. Breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Breathe out, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hand, step back, high or low push. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Press your hands down, lift your heart. Breathe out, downward facing dog, feet together. When you inhale, take your right leg up behind you. Go ahead and look, do the amount of hip opening it wants to do. Bend your knee, look forward, step on your center line. Back foot flat, up to warrior two. We're going to bring the hands to the hips and look to your side wall. And look to your side wall, even if you want to look at all the, the bits and bobs of this pose. Set your gaze, get steady. And then without needing to see it, just walk your stance longer, right? So you're looking at your side wall and your stance can get longer because your front foot moves a little forward. It knows what direction it is. Back foot maybe moves a little back. And you're sitting in. Uh, still a really like stable and a warrior two that has integrity. You're not clenching your toes or your teeth or anything, but it's low by your standards. It's deep. Yeah, I guess low is not the word. It's deep. It's, it's substantial. You take your arms towards your side wall, so straight out from the shoulders. Right. And then like imagine pressing your side wall away. Pull your abdominals in. Press the hands out. Good. Keep looking at your side wall. I promise not to do anything interesting. But important here uh, that you keep your, your neck in line. So get a sense that your wrists right now, we're on a tabletop. Press down into that tabletop. So you're pressing the wall away, pressing the arm bone slightly down. Back of your head up, center of your chest up. As the arm bones press a little down, right? center of your chest lifts up. Breath here. Breath out, let the arm slide out to warrior two as you know it. Breath in, we're gonna go to side angle pose and we're gonna go deep. So take your time, you're gonna bring your right hand to the mat. That might involve a little uh, maneuvering, go for it, whatever you need to do, right? As you exhale, well, get an inhale first, reach along. When we exhale, we're going to rotate this back to a lunge. Back heel comes up. 
Your right arm is right there inside your right leg. Keep it. Do not move it. Press the hands down. And then just see if you can slide the right hand even further over to the right until the arm is underneath the leg. Triceps underneath the leg. No big deal. This is there. Right? And then we're going to do the same thing with our foot that we did before. It's going to get it light, and then you're going to trace it around until this is back here on his toe, but the arm and leg are connected. I'm just going to step back to down dog. Breathe out. So uh, some of you look like you knew where you thought we were going and you're excited to do a little arm balance. If you thought that was going to be an arm balance, raise raise a leg. Let me see. Did anyone, was anyone ready for it? Okay, I, we will we will do that um, arm balance, but that, uh, that little entry, that's kind of cool, right? Yeah. What's, what's even cooler is that little entry was the arm balance workshop I took today. But uh, Kenji was in the morning class. In the morning class, we did that thing with our leg that we did the rounding out to the side. Do you remember that? Yeah, and then I take a class right after that. Like right after that, I took a class and that was, what I, that was the new skill I just learned. Um, some weird universal connection of Ron Dijon is, um, is going on. So now they've talked us through. Bring feet together. Left leg up. And then knee into your chest. Big step into a long stance. Back foot flat. And come up to warrior two. Right. So first thing you can do, drop the arms out of it. Set your gaze straight to your sidewall. Just for this iteration of warrior two. Then let your legs find their own depth, right? Because like looking at it, you're like, oh, that's fine. But feeling it is different. Right. You might go further than you think you can. And you might not need to go as far as you think you have to. So we're going to take the same idea of arms out, right? And that same idea of the elbow or the wrists kind of pressing down, hands pressing out. We'll change it up just a little bit. Bring your arms in towards your sides like this was chaturanga, but hug the elbows into your sides. As you hug the elbows in, do that thing where you lift the chest. Just like the elbows pulling into your waist, help buoy your rib cage up. Good. Breath in. When you breathe out, let the arms flow back. Regularly scheduled. Or your two. And inhale to side angle. So we're inhaling to keep the chest light and to give us this extra exhale breath to get the left hand to the floor, which may involve some uh, kind of lateral bend in the spine. That's fine for right now because we're going to change out of this breath in and then spin the back heel up. Right hand down. Leave both hands where they are. They're both inside the leg. Keep it. Then slide left arm underneath. And if the left tricep and the leg connect, great. If they don't, also great. You're just going as far over to the left with that hand as it'll go. Then do that same thing where you firmly press the floor and you make the left foot light. And then you just, you could toe heel it. You could. But you're just gonna making a half circle around. Maybe the toe is down here on the floor, but maybe the heel is up towards sitting bone. Back leg is still tight and in that kind of tight lunge stance. Press back, down dog. Breath in and come down to your knees for child's pose. Rest from that. It does a lot. Feel feel your hips. Breathe in and out.
this little technique. I don't even know where it came from. Well, I mean, it came from someone else's brain, not mine. Um, but it was part of an, an arm balance workshop. And you don't ever really have to do an arm balance to gain some of the benefits. Uh, because the thing that, that's hit me most after this thing is how much more mobile my hips got from this arm balance workshop, which was like, that's not why I went. But I was glad. So stick with us. Next inhale, come on up to downward facing dog. We're going to actually shorten the down dog. Walk your hands in. Back, maybe just a little bit. The heels probably won't go down to the floor yet, but it depends on your body. Doesn't need to be overly short, just really stable, really steady. Right leg up. And then come forward, right knee toward right tricep. And because we shortened it up, you're going to be able to step a little further forward of the hands than usual. Go ahead and do that. Step the lunge forward of the hands. We're back to, to somewhat where we were before. Back knee is going to come down. Uh, we're still not going to arm balance quite yet. Because what we're going to do, turn the right toes out to the diagonal. Feel your shoulder and your or your tricep and your leg connect here. Just, just get that sense that, that there's this connection of arm pressing leg, leg pressing arm. And ease off that. Let the leg extend out to the diagonal in that variation on half monkey or full monkey. The, the, the leg is diagonally, oops, kind of, I don't know, 45 degrees out to side, 20 degrees, whatever your, your leg is. Breath in, press your back foot down into the floor, squeeze your back leg, press the right heel down into the floor, feel the hamstring. Way more important thing if you go far is can you get those things engaged? Okay. Now, to help yourself come out of this, really important, push the floor with the hands, feel the hips lift, you kind of hammocked up, right? And then see if you can pick up the heel, take the foot back, hands and knees, to down dog. Pause and feel the two legs. Drive your hands down and forward. There's a good chance you came back to a default down dog. I did. Uh, I mean, after, after so much experience practice, we have our down dog default. Make it shorter so that then when you take your left leg up and back behind, you can bring the knee in toward the tricep and step forward of the hands. I mean, theoretically, it's easier to step forward of the hands. It might take two steps, but theoretically. Okay. First thing you're gonna do, turn the toes out to the diagonal and bring the left arm to the inside of the leg. Right? You can just do that by moving the arm. And then once they've kind of lined up together, press them into each other. So the hands pressing the floor, Foot's pressing the floor, arms pressing leg, legs pressing arm. There's some, there, there's a lot of abdominal work that's involved in this, which is super cool. Then you'll ease off that pressure of arm into leg, leg into arm, and let the legs start to straighten. Right, so your hips might down toward the floor, they might not. But this variation is allowing the back leg to extend, the hip flexor to remain uh, lengthened rather than shortened. And I press the back foot down, 
Press front heel down. Deep breath in. Long, slow breath out. The end of that exhale, drive your hands down to the floor. Pull your abdominals in. Feel the hips get lighter. Right? And just let the leg around over to the side, back to hands and knees. And down dog. I like the leg rounding out to the side because it's, it gets into the, the outer, the, the obliques. Um, but uh, it's also very convenient if you, if you want to do this next thing. Once again, we're in a short down dog. You're going to take your right leg up behind. You're going to come forward, right knee toward right tricep. And then step into that lunge. Keep arm and leg together. Now, you got choices here. You could come down to your forearms like we did in the beginning. You could repeat that uh, split to the side. Or make sure your hands are way back behind your foot so that your hands are in line with uh, your lowest ribs. Slide the foot out like it was going into that split. Hug your left elbow in. Take off or not. You can sit down. If the back leg is not coming up, your hands are probably too far forward. Really? Breath in. And then just let that come back to child's pose in any way, shape, or form you need to. Just give yourself grace. Come on back. Do you ever need to do this? Oh, like it never needs to happen. There are things for you to play with, and there's this, this long journey of a practice that we don't want to get stuck in a rut into those, like, this is what I do, and this is what I don't do. That these poses, these really intense ones that seem so intense, can actually give us a lot of just good opportunities to know our body better. Coming up to down dog. And then inhale, left leg up, back behind. Squeeze the leg tight. Bend your knee. This is where it really comes into play of controlling that movement into gravity so that you can hug the knee to the arm right there before you put the foot down. Keep it hugged as you put the foot down. Eventually, you can do this without putting the foot down. But for today, take the time to walk your hands back so that they are a good six inches behind the foot. Then do the action that we do for that split. Right elbow, it's out to the right, but hug it in. Get it to your rib cage. You can even cheat a little, get it underneath your rib cage. Your weight shifts forward into your hands. So this is like heart forward. And this is just so chaturanga. This is so halfway lift right there. And you got to be willing to take the weight forward into the hands. But, you know, it takes a while. Like, this is a journey. Make your way slowly back to child's pose. Really, really good. Good playing with that, right? Super cool. And it's, again, like teachers like, say over and over, that it is not about getting into the pose. But what we learn on the way toward the pose. And it's just so true when we allow ourselves to do it. Just little bits and pieces of each pose that are going to be the little points for us to work on to like, fine tune our own mobility 
we're all going to have a little different challenge with a pose like that. And I guarantee you the challenge isn't, I'm not strong enough or I'm not good enough at yoga. It's just unlocking like the knowledge of how your body works. Come on up to hands and knees and move around onto your back. Take your time. And then uh, of your choice, Subtabhadi Kanasana, bridge or wheel. I will say we've done a lot of this hip opening that would be, it'd be a good time to uh, to work with wheel if, if it's something you you have experienced and enjoy. Sound, be surprised. Breathe in, breathe out. Three. way down toward knees to chest or or up toward knees to chest if you're coming from Subtabhada. And just really gently hug your knees in. Breathe. And that's a powerful practice and, and a lot of those movements that we were doing just required so much intense concentration and kind of, kind of raw effort, right? Moment and let this be really serene, really almost languid in your body, just gentle hugging. And a really gentle, really small, like just a couple inches, rock side to side. And just kind of geek out on the nuance of that. Like just rocking across just from one part of the sacrum to the other. Then find a rock that's from pelvic rim to pelvic rim. So where you feel that edge, but I often used to think of it as the, the edge of the sacrum. It's not, uh, it's, a, it's a pelvic rim that sticks out there. Just side to side, one to the other. And then let this get even bigger, going to the outer edge. So you're going just to a diagonal of the hip. And the hands go. And the arms can come to cactus. It's just nice to get them kind of balanced there. Rock to where you feel kind of the, the actual side of the leg, where the, the fan of the hip is. And let that rock go all the way to where you feel that that ball, the trochanter, the femur. Where you feel that, but the the leg itself is still off the floor. So as you rock across hip muscle, and then you find that that bumpy, bony, sticky, yachty part. Uh, stop there. And then let it become full belly twisting pose where you go. All the way, just lightly tap the side of the thigh to the floor and then back slowly through center and 
awaken. You're just being really gentle and this is just real flowy, real an easy movement. It's going to have a different level of concentration needed right. to do it with really subtle awareness where you just touch the leg to the floor. And when you come back through center, you feel all these different parts of hip and sacrum and then the other side. You feel the floor with the full leg and then you're back to the trochanter, the hip muscle, pelvic rim, sacrum. One more round through, just meditation on twist. Meditation on hip massage. Some time here, the end of a practice, the, you just soak that in. There's acknowledgement of how far you've come and a release of everything that's come before in this really unique way that yoga is a paradox in all its forms. We came through that practice, we acknowledge it. And we relinquish it in the same practice of letting go and of observing here and now. Which is that reason that the poses don't matter in and of themselves. They're not things we collect and carry with us. They're ways we've explored our bodies connected with ourselves and the way that we've, we've felt something at a deep level.
a few moments here and let it sink in. You'd like to stay for a while. Stay for a while. And if you're ready to move again, start gently and just really subtle ways of moving fingers and toes that tell you where the edges of you are. And then you'll roll to your right side. Pause. Sort of stillness here. A space between then the act of rising up and coming to seated. You take your seat, let your body lift and spread, let your breath move you. Move your breath into as many spaces as you can here. The spaces between the ribs, the spaces of the underarm, for sure. And then the sensation of breath to the space of your abdomen, legs, the hips, your arms and face. Remember our hands together at heart center, taking a moment to pause and appreciate. Thumbs to forehead center and acknowledgement of each other. That was super. Namaste. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.